0: strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Good evening to you. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's
1: Sake. We thank you for joining us with the Volks. My name is Shelley and my name is June. Hi everyone. If you were with us yesterday, you know we started speaking about a very significant time of the year because we have entered into the spring feasts of the Lord called appointed times of the Lord set by God. We will be talking about Passover. We'll be talking about the feast of unleavened bread and the feast of first fruits. All the feasts of the Lord from Passover up until the feast of tabernacles, the last appointed time of the Lord, are called the appointed times of the Lord. So we talked about the fact that uh, Passover is the, what can I say, it's the longest continual um, celebration uh, because it goes back about 3,500 years. And Passover presents a picture of our salvation experience. Just as we were set free from the bondage of sin, we see a picture of this in the situation of Passover, when the people of Israel were set free from bondage in egypt and we read from exodus 2 beginning of verse 23 because in a sense we could say passover started this way it says in exodus 2 beginning of verse 23 now it came about in the course of those many days that the king of egypt died and the sons of israel sighed or cried because of the bondage and they cried out and their cry for help because of their bondage rose up to god so god heard their groaning God remembered his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And God saw the sons of Israel, and God took notice of them. So God heard their cry. The bondage was so great. And... uh, God, what a picture for all of us today, Junie, when we have difficult situations, to cry out to God because God hears our cry. We then read from Exodus 3, beginning at verse 7. If you have your Bibles, go with us. Exodus 3, we're going to read verses 7 to 12, as we did yesterday. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are, who are in Egypt, and have given heed to their cry because of their taskmasters, for I am aware of their sufferings. So I have come down to deliver them from the power of the Egyptians, and to bring them up from the land to a good and spacious land, to a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanite, the Hittite, the Amorite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite. And now behold, the cry of the sons of Israel has come to me, Furthermore, I have seen the oppression with which the Egyptians are oppressing them. Verse 11, Therefore, God speaking to Moses, Therefore, come now, and I will send you to Pharaoh, so that you may bring my people, the sons of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh, and that I should bring the, new, the sons of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, Certainly, I will be with you. And this shall be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall worship God at this mountain. Powerful, powerful verses, Junie. They
2: are, Shelley. And what it means for us today is Moses said, Who am I that you should send me? And we'll go on with the story for those of you who listen who are not aware of the implication of what happened the first Passover with Moses as the deliverer for Israel. But then God sent his son, his only begotten son, Yeshua, Jesus. And who better than God incarnate could deliver a people from the curse of sin? Really. And Shelley, it's amazing because today we need to be aware that Jesus and the Father through the power of the Holy Spirit is aware of our sufferings and all that's going on in the world today and in the earth for us to be encouraged and cry out to God. He is aware of our suffering, and he has given us eternal life. For all those that are born again, we have the spirit of truth. And for those who are listening who have no idea what I'm talking about, cry out to the Holy One of Israel... And ask him, if he hears you, if he's alive, to reveal himself to you. And if you do that, I would ask that you would get in touch with us and tell us what happens.
1: Hallelujah. So we're going to look at uh, Exodus 12, which I encourage you to read in in its entirety, because this is the story. But before we get there, I want to read a verse from Exodus 6.1. Then the Lord spoke to Moses because Pharaoh's heart was hardened. He was going to not let the people go. Now you shall see what I will do to Pharaoh, for under compulsion he shall let them go, and under compulsion he shall drive them out of his land. What follows is a series of nine plagues, but despite them, Pharaoh refused to let the people go. Let's pick up the story. We read it yesterday, but it's worth repeating. Exodus 12, if you have your Bibles... Read with us Exodus twelve one to thirteen. Now the Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, This month shall be the beginning of months for you. It is to be the first month of the year to you. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth of this month they are each one to take a lamb for themselves according to the father's households, a lamb for each household. Now if the household is too small for a lamb, then he and his neighbor nearest his house are to take one according to the number of persons in them. According to what each man should eat, you are to divide the lamb. Your lamb must be an unblemished male, a year old. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats, and you shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. The 14th day in the month of Nisan is Passover. So the the sheep, the lamb was to be held until the 14th day of the same month then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel is to kill it at twilight moreover they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel of the houses in which they eat it they shall eat the flesh the same night roasted with fire they shall eat it with unleavened bread and bitter herbs do not eat any of it raw or bo- or boiled at all with water but rather roasted with fire both its head and its legs along with its entrails and you shall not leave any of it over till morning But whatever is left of it until morning, you shall burn with fire. Now you shall eat it in this manner, with your loins girded, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will go throughout the land of Egypt on that night, and will strike down all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both men and beasts, and against all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgments. I am the Lord." and the blood shall be assigned for you on the houses where you live. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and plague will not befall you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. It's powerful verses, journey, and we see the two most, if I could call them ingredients in the issue of Passover, is the lamb and the blood. And I can only say, we'll talk about the blood later on this week. The power of the blood demonstrated on that night of Passover in Egypt is as strong today as it was on that night and the blood saved the uh, the youngest member of the homes that had the blood on it
2: and the question that i would ask every listener and for you and me to always remember the lamb of god who takes away yes. the sins of the world and the Blood that was put on the lintel and doorposts of every Jewish home is the blood that is applied in our hearts when we know Yeshua and the power of the blood of the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, protects us, and also gives us the power to be overcomers when we're overcome by evil spoken about us or evil done to us or the voice of the martyrs who suffer because they will not deny the Lamb of God yes, Lord. who takes away the sins of the world. And Jesus is the Lamb of yes, God. Yes,
1: Lord. Continuing on in Exodus 12, I'm beginning to read from verse 23 to 32. For the Lord will pass through to smite the Egyptians, and when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to come into your houses to smite you. And you shall observe this event as an ordinance for you and your children forever." And it will come about when you enter the land which the Lord will give you, as he has promised, that you shall observe this rite. And it will come about when your children will say to you, What does this mean? That you shall say, It is a Passover sacrifice to the Lord, who passed over the houses of the sons of Israel in Egypt, when he smote the Egyptians, but spared our homes, and the people bowed low and worshipped. Then the sons of Israel went and did so, Just as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron, they did. Now it came about at midnight that the Lord struck all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh who sat on his throne, to the firstborn of the captive who was in the dungeon, and all the firstborn of cattle. And Pharaoh arose in the night, and he and all his servants and all the Egyptians, and there was a great cry in Egypt, for there was no home where there was not some dead. Then he called for Moses and Aaron at night and said, Rise up, get out from among my people, both you and the sons of Israel, and go, worship the Lord as you have said. Take both your flocks and your herds, as you have said, and go and bless the nation. Stay with me. I want to go to verse 42 now. It is a night to be observed for the Lord for having brought them out from the land of Egypt. This night is for the Lord to be observed by all the sons of Israel throughout their generations. And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, This is the ordinance of the Passover. No foreigner is to eat it, but every man's slave purchased with money, after you have circumcised them, he may eat of it. But if a stranger sojourns with you and celebrates the Passover to the Lord, let all his males be circumcised. The same law shall apply to the native as to the stranger who sojourns among you. So I want, we wanted to lay the foundation for Passover as a historical event. But as we said yesterday, it's historical, but it's so significant and has application to all of us today. And we'll go over each plague. Yes. That
2: is so important how God sent Moses and how the Pharaoh responded. And as people today, we need to remember that when we cry out to God, he hears us.
1: Father, we thank you thank for the you, Feast Lord. of Passover and may, be, may it speak to all of us today in Yeshua's holy
0: name.
2: Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784 Scottsdale, Arizona 85252 That's